It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're going to be South Side regardless. Chicago, come to the South Side. Like the fancy island. With your South Siders, Shane Reardon and Gabe Ramirez. We're excited. It's going to be a good time. Go White Side. Was that the intro to the the Oscars, or was that it's the South Siders podcast? It's kind of similar. It's eerily similar, actually. God, eerily. The the resources and the money that this company puts into its production is just yeah. it's unparalleled. It's a uh, your ring light looks beautiful right now. By Thank the way, you. I appreciate that. <laughs> they must I have sent you that. the top quality. Should I, should I turn on a light? <laughs> Hold on one second. Let me turn on a light. <laughs> Uh, it's Gabe and Shane. It's the Southsiders podcast. Ah, look at that. Is that better? People want to see your face, man. No, you know? they People don't want to see your face. They don't want to see my face, Gabe. Can I What's be honest up, with you man? for a second? Um, huh? Well, first of all, if uh, for some reason you're hearing this randomly and you don't know what you clicked on, this is the Southsiders podcast, Southsiders 670, myself, Shane Reardon, uh, and Gabe Ramirez. You can find Gabe on Instagram and Twitter at Chicago underscore Gabe, myself at Shane underscore Reardon, I need to be honest with you. I am so incredibly hungover. Um, oh, dude. It's, I don't get hungover, Gabe. Like, that's, okay. it's one of my things. I am very good about eating dinner and, and, and drinking a, a good amount of water. Yeah. I am so fucking hungover right now. So what did you do? Birthday, it, my cousin's birthday last night. And, like, there was a party at, you know, in, in one of her friend's apartments, like on the roof or whatever. Um, or they called it a garden terrace. I'm sorry. If you if it's if it's in the Gold Coast, you have to call it a, a garden terrace. Yeah. Anywhere else, you just call it a roof. Yeah. Um, so we were there, and then we went to the lodge until like one in the morning. Uh, Where's that? The, in Gold Coast, uh, oh. across from like uh, Butch McGuire's and Mother's, okay. and it's one of those places where you can throw peanuts on the floor. Yeah. And then we went to uh what's it called a zebra lounge it's a piano bar that's hidden in the ground floor of an apartment building over there so like there's no signage or anything but um, yes yeah so so were you just like pounding shots for her birthday or were you just i, dude, I couldn't even tell you I, oh I, that I, kind of a night there were there were a couple shots but i have no idea why i'm feeling so bad right now so i have coffee scheduled to be delivered on uber eats by like 10 42 that's, so if you see me get up for sixty seconds to grab coffee from outside, is, is that what um is that what twenty four hundred sports is paying you that you're able to have Uber Eats uh, delivered to the crib? No, so, so I, I I can't pay rent this month now because <laughs> I didn't have time to walk. You want eight dollar macchiato? Macchiato? Just just a standard iced coffee. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm gonna buy you some cold. Do you have a Keurig in your house? No, I, I don't like the Keurig. I think the coffee tastes like shit. Okay, because you know they got cold brews, cold brew. They have the a cold cold brew packets that you just like. Keurig? Yeah, no, no, they're just like. Uh, here, speaking of sixty seconds, watch this. Yeah. 
So oh, there goes Gabe. Yesterday. Gabe is going to get some cold brew packets, I think. But yeah, I mean, I, I this right here, my 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 wife made me buy it for her. If you're, this is terrible podcasting, but great video work. Uh, but that's why you should be following us. So a cold brew, single serve. It's like a little thing like this, and you just pour it in your you pour it in your cup. And water over ice and water, and you got a cold brew. So it's like concentrate, like cold brew. Yeah, concentrate? exactly. It's exactly what it is. Cold brew concentrate. Huh. So this thing, and this probably was like you know, five bucks or something like that for six of them. So really, just save yourself. I'm trying to save you some money, bro. Because yeah, you didn't that, on your rent. It's like I'd rather you just I'd that. Uh, just do that. that would that would be nice. That that would come in handy in, in emergency situations. Uh, before I get into before I get into to you know, I, I have so many questions about your weekend because I know you were at the actual game itself. And I'm excited to talk about that yesterday, you know, because I think it's, it's important on a Labor Day weekend. Yeah. We talk about what we did yesterday. We had our family reunion. Well, it's not a family reunion. It's just a big ass party that we throw yeah. in, in the woods. So we were out by like displaying our uh, Cermak and displays out there um, like in R- Riverside, Illinois. Yeah. And we get one of those like, you know, covered forest preserve things. Or whatever. things yeah. Dude, we were faded and my family don't drink like that. But all of a sudden, like everyone, for whatever reason, just brought like a ton of booze. And we never, I mean, we're just not a boozing family, but we had like eight coolers full of, full of beer. Everyone was, was hammered. Then my wife, I know she never, she's never going to listen to this podcast. This is great. So she leaves with the kids because the girls are going crazy a little bit. And she leaves at like five o'clock and I try to do good, good communication with her. I'm like, I feel guilty that you're leaving with the girls and I'm still going to be here partying or whatever. She's like, no, don't worry about it. Mind you, five o'clock. Yeah. All of a sudden, I get a call at seven, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up, babe? Thinking something's wrong." She's like, "Are you on your way home yet?" And I was like, "What?" It's like, "No, it's seven o'clock." I'm like, "You know, I'm here still." She's like, "Well, I thought it only went till seven. And I was like, "No, it's till sundown, which is probably like another forty-five minutes." You know what I'm saying? So she gets, "I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for watching two kids all night." And I was like, "Wait, whoa! I'm at my family party, trashed, and you're you took the kids home." So then, uh, my brother takes me home, right? But he ha- he's not going to listen to this podcast either. His sister-in-law jumps in the car and she lives like off the 55 and we, we all get in the car and I'm already in trouble and I'm thinking I'm going to go home first. And then they end up going all the way to like the 55 and going around and my wife's calling me while I'm in the car and they're all like, I'm sorry, Gabe. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I needed to say the whole time. I'm trashed. I'm like trashed <laughs> in the back of the car. Like, guys, you don't understand what I'm about to walk into. And I'm yeah. like giving relationship advice while I'm in the, you know, just trash giving one of those nights. Nah, this is what you got to do. Everybody's like, no, nah, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to do. So then I get home and I put my daughter down and then my baby's sick. And if there's one thing, see how you're hungover and you got to sleep. You got to, like, you went home. You just went to bed real easily. And you yeah. got kids, Shane. That's not tell you don't have them. <laughs> fucking sick last night of course when i'm feeling fucking wasted and my girl's Which already one? mad that she was with the kids for three hours so Which i'm the one that sick? had to stay up with the baby all the, night the, from, the, the youngest one was sick from 10 30 till about 1 30 in the morning so for three oh. hours the baby's crying in and out of sleep changing her diapers you know giving her medicine doing all this shit so all that to say they just left right now because I got to work at the score, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. Um, so she just left right now, and I'm fucking. I'm. I need water. I need bread. I need. You're feeling it too, huh, dude? You and I. This is like the hungover podcast. Oh. So that's where we're at right now. Now, were you hungover after the Sox won? Uh, which game was better for you, Friday's or Saturday's game? 
Saturday's game. Yeah, for sure. A slacking? Yeah, for oh, dude. I, I've been to, I would say, maybe 30, 35 games so far this year. And that was the most electric I've seen the ballpark all season long. I don't know what happened. Um, I mean, Dylan Cease obviously helps and the home run ball helps. But in terms of fan atmosphere, I, I it was the most exciting I've ever seen that place this season. And I don't want to like, we can talk about the Tone La Russa stuff and, and whether or not it's Miguel Cairo or, but it's just, it's like this team is, is almost remembering what they can be. And they still don't have TA or Luis Robert um, or Yuan Moncada, who should be playing today in, in, in Seattle. It, it just, it felt like it's supposed to feel, if that yeah. makes sense. It, it felt it, like we knew it, it, it was it was going to feel like. I was trying to explain to people what happened, and I told them Friday's game, ninth inning, Andrew Vaughn gets hit in the back. Lopez starts chirping at him, cursing, and and when Lance Lynn, when you watch the replay, when when he gets off the thing, he's not even looking to the left or the to the right of him. It's not like do y'all got my back. It's no. like my eyes are locked in, and I am slowly going over the rail and walking over there and chirping and Shane, when was the last time you seen the Sox clear the dugout? Exactly. I, I, I feel like it's happened a couple times this year, but, and, and I feel like in every time that it's happened, we've called it a turning point. And I'm in, telling you, it just felt different. <laughs> Miguel Cairo was going crazy. So the difference there was like, then Saturday's game come. Cause that's the point that I'm trying to make. Yeah. It was almost as if they were pissed on a different level putting up 13 runs like they're like fuck these guys <laughs> yeah we're gonna crush your soul and then they did just that and so saturday watching it it was like the saint patty's day game right because everybody's wearing yeah, green. halfway to saint patrick's day, halfway yeah. to saint patty's day so just the fact that the crowd was like that saturday beautiful weather labor day weekend it was like so many things just com- coming together to 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 make it a great atmosphere and man it looked it looked cool and that's why i was excited to see which one you felt was better but what did you feel about what happened like on Sunday? I feel like well, hold on. Well, let let's oh, stay on Saturday okay. for a second because okay. I, I I want to I want to talk about the the lost no hit bid. It it for a while, people in the park didn't really seem to know what was going on. Uh, it it was one of those where like it was the most engaged crowd I've seen in a long time. I, I was on with Speegs yesterday on Hit and Run, uh, talking about the atmosphere and. He he was asking you know, what was the social like. Usually, you go out there to socialize, and you go hang in the concourse, and you talk to your friends and see people you know and, and shit like that. But it was the first time in a while that I had no interest in doing that. Hmm. I had no interest in leaving my seat and going to get beers with friends on the concourse in the outfield or whatever. We watched the fucking game. Yeah, the entire time we were locked in to a baseball game on the south side, which hasn't happened this season. Yeah, it simply hasn't. It, it's a, it has not happened. And my heart absolutely broke for that kid. Walk Luis Arise. I, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought that. I was watching the game, and I'm thinking to myself, this guy's a slap hitter waiting to just touch the ball. He doesn't want to do anything else but just smack it out there, a little soft base hit. I literally thought, but then I couldn't I, – I didn't know. I was like, is he working – he's not working on a perfect game, so just, just walk the guy. But then, you know – that's that's what ends up happening. It, it was it was definitely heartbreaking. At, at, at bare minimum, pitch around the kid. He's right. he's, he's the, the the best hitter best hitter in the American League right now. Clearly, like, not even close. Kid. God damn, not dude. even close. And and in the slider just missed just just enough. 
that got yeah. a little too much of the plate. He wished he would have got a little bit more, you know, close to the dirt. And yeah. and he saw the smirk on the Luis Arias's face. And even he he could tell he was even like, damn. But hey, he pitched to me, so <laughs> yeah. you know, I come with my head. But I felt bad for Dylan Cease because it was for a guy to do it. It's a guy, guy to go a complete game, one hit shutout. You would think there'd be some sort of some sort of level of happiness, and he just had. That's what I love about him. He just had that disappointment. Like, no, I was supposed to have a no hitter there. That's what I was supposed to do. I'm disappointed in myself. I'm disappointed in that last pitch. I'm, you know, all those things. And that's why you feel bad for him because you're like, that's what a gamer is supposed to do. Still be upset, even though you won thirteen nothing, even though you pitched a complete game, even though you only gave up that one hit. You know, it was uh, it, w- it was good to see him in that post game. It was a great interview. AJ pointed it out that it was a great interview uh, by Ken Rosenthal afterwards. And, and it was, I feel like Dylan was, was, was uh, open and honest about his performance and, and what he felt like, you know, he did ultimately throw in the fact that he was happy that he got the W, but you could tell he was, he was salty that, that he didn't yeah. get that no hitter. Of course. Yeah. I, th- I think he's tired of this, uh, this pedestrian bullshit where you're only giving up one run and, mm-hmm. or no runs. He's tired mm-hmm. of being so average, you know, shut the fuck up. Dylan sees like, <laughs> Take your complete game one hit shutout. Take the thirteen against the twins <laughs> against the twins against the the team above you in the standings with thirty one games remaining, thirty games remaining now. Take it and be happy because that was an awesome, awesome baseball game. Let me grab my coffee real quick. Yeah, good. I'll keep talking on the podcast while they're happening. And I'm actually, you know what? This is great. Shane walks away. It gives me an opportunity to say, to tell you where I'm the mush because I. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'll just let you guys know that I was pretty bummed out that he gave up that last hit. But it was good, man. I got to be honest. When the White Sox dropped the lights at the stadium, even as a fan watching at home, it does something to me, man. When 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 you see those lights go out, and it happened with Jose Abreu when he got hit, and the assumption was that there was a, you know, a walk with the bases loaded to take the lead in the ninth. And they started playing, you know, dropping the lights. That was cool. But when then then when he had to go back up and hit into the almost double play, uh, and the lights go the lights go down at, at, at Comiskey, it's like, dude, I want to party when the lights go down after the game winner, you know? Like it that looks cool when that happens. You know what I'm saying? It's the happiest place on earth. Dude. That's, that's what I called her in my tweet. It's the happiest place on earth. It was so sick. I was just talking about uh, Jose Abreu uh, in the ninth on Friday's game where the lights went out twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the yeah. first time during the, during the supposed hit by pitch. And yeah. then again, when he should have grounded into the double play if Lopez didn't hit that ball. But, hey, man, we, we deserve that game. I felt like the way, they, the way you know, ground. What did you think about ground? Were you there? Were you there on Friday too? No. No, oh, I wasn't okay. there Friday. I was going to say, what did you think about or what was that like when Grandal hit that homer to tie it up at three? Didn't I say when we recorded on Thursday that Grandall would have a home run Friday? You said like six people, so I'm not. You said half the lineup, so I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, I did say that Grandall would have one. I, I, okay. I did say that, so I, I will take credit for that. As you um, should. But it just, dude, it 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 just feels good again. And I know we're just going to end up being disappointed, and yeah. they'll probably lose tonight in Seattle, and they'll probably lose three or four in Oakland because that's what they do in Oakland. But it just. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing a sock shirt on a, on a, on a Monday morning. I that didn't see happen. that. I don't I do that. I, I, don't, I don't do that. I can't remember the last time I saw you wearing a sock shirt. So that, that's something right there. And Gabe, I don't want to take credit, but there is a direct correlation between the 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 vibes changing and and that <laughs> Shane is showing his brand new tattoo. Why don't you tell the people that don't know what that what we're showing on TV? So on Friday, well, we'll we'll back up a little bit more. On Thursday, in the last forty five seconds of the Parkinson Spiegel show, for some reason, something came over me, and I was like, you know what, guys. I'm getting a White Sox AL Central 2022 champions tattoo. I'm going to do it. And they're like, oh, no, of course you're not going to do it. You're not going to – are you kidding me? You're not going to get that. They're, they're four, at that point, they were four games back with 33 games remaining. It's like, no, I'm going to do it. And then on Friday, the next day, I missed our pre-show meeting. I missed lunch that Mitch was buying. And I told the guys, guys, something came up. I'm sorry. I'll explain when I get in. But I was in a tattoo shop underneath the Belmont red line with my guy, Joel Molina getting this artwork done. White Sox AL central champions, 2022. And after I got it, the vibes changed. I heard from members of the organization. I heard from players. I heard from coaches. I heard from the front office. I heard from people in sales. I heard from people in marketing. They all believe it. They understand that I single-handedly me. Shane Reardon, executive <laughs> producer of the Parkinson Spiegel Show on 670 The Score, turned the White Sox season around. Oh, that was a turning point. That, that was a turning point. Yeah. Ah, that makes sense. I mean, listen, you got to have people believe, man. Yeah. And I think it's ballsy to get a tattoo that says something like that. Just like that guy that did it for the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Uh, we should run. You know, you're, you're right there. Hopefully you have a different fate than he does. This, uh, this coffee is horrible, by the way. <laughs> You, you could have had. I'm not going to say words. Is it black? Is it just black coffee? Yeah, just cold brew. Yeah, just cold brew black. Yeah, that's why you definitely. Yeah. Here, let me, just, let me do this again. You definitely need this guy. Yeah, maybe I, I don't like Starbucks though. Well, they got they got them in, in a bunch of different ones. They got them in a bunch of different ones. But I, I agree. I think that 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 was uh, that's pretty badass. I got to be honest. I yep. was. Uh, it made me happy to be honest. You know, I, I felt it made me want to cheer more. Maybe that's why everybody at the stadium was so intent and in watching the game on Saturday because they knew you were there. And they felt like, yeah. hey, we're all in on this game too, Shane. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and then the, and, the, and Dylan Cease knew, and he knew you were there. And he's like, I got a pitch for my guy to let everybody know that we're out here. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Speaking of, dude, you cannot, you cannot get on the table, bro. Look at this dog. Guy. Not get on the table, bro. Uh, you're a cat guy. I'm not a cat guy. I told you what happened with this story already. The cat's outside. My daughter went crazy, kept calling him kitty cat, didn't want me to leave him out there. And then all of a sudden, I got a freaking cat in my house, dude. I thought that happened with a dog. No. Didn't you no. find a dog or something? No, no. We found the That was a cat I was talking about. No. Oh, okay. No. The, don't, okay. don't get me started on this damn thing. Anyway, uh, the you White Sox, though. cat in from the outside and, and domesticated it? It was, a, it was probably like about two or three weeks old. It was a super kitten. And I felt bad, dude. I got kids and you got a little kitten out there crying. Nobody's taking care of them. And then the cat and my daughter's going nuts because she watches a show called Gabby Cat. And so she thinks oh, that's Gabby Cat. Yeah. And so 
we got a cat. <laughs> and my wife goes like this, you know, those things last like 20 years, right? <laughs> yeah, they do. They live forever. And I didn't know that. I'm like, I didn't know the shit. I'm like, and they do that shit where they go up on the table and they go on your kitchen counters dude. and they, they go where your food is. Dude, it's, I cannot tell you. So I put all the kids to bed, you know, like, like, you know, like that's why we do this podcast late. Sometimes put the kids down I finally get my alone time, like nine o'clock at night. Every day I come downstairs, this little fucker is like, jumps on me he'll come up on my shoulder and just chill right here looking at me and i'll be staring at him he just wants to lay on my lap like can't get no give no personal space with this guy man oh the fucking worst anyway back to our white Sox, who are playing some really good baseball right now i do want to talk about sunday's game because i want your opinion as to like you know there was the offensive explosion on saturday and then i felt like you know damn all right we're gonna start scoring some runs and then sunday comes you know, it's not like you were going up against a stud or anybody. You know, not that the rotation is great to begin with, but you know, they don't hit running. Dylan Bundy well. White Sox don't hit Dylan Bundy well. And that and that was my point. My my point. I felt like you know that it would have just been cool if they could have put up another five six spot. You know, took care of Giolito, who pitched really well yesterday. Yeah, and just you know swept them and just you know took their hearts out. You know, that would have been that would have been really cool because then we probably wouldn't have to worry about them. But I feel like after that win, they still have a little umph in them where they say to themselves, you know, all right, guys, we got the ship back on track. You know, the fact that they've played two less games than, than the Sox and, and, you know, so the Sox are two two up in this lost column, I guess you'd say, 66 yeah, yeah. and 64. So that, that those are the ones that worry me, you know, with our games remaining. But I, so are, are you a guy that, that watches their team or are you just focused on the Sox winning games? Well, I mean, it, it, it helps that they have so many games against the Guardians and the Twins remaining, right? That, that's, that's obviously a plus. Well, it, it should be a plus. It could be a very bad thing because yeah. if you lose those games, then you're, you're losing a full game of the standings. But if this new White Sox team that decides to hit the home run ball is going to stick around for a little while, then it's a great thing that you're, you're playing the, the Twins and the Guardians. But watching them yesterday, man, the, the, the Twins – I have no idea how they've stuck around Dude. as the, the floating between the the first first place in the AL Central and second place in the AL Central. Like they're trash, trash. The, the but but as, are the, as are the Guardians and the White Sox, you know, they're all they're all yeah, in the trash I mean, can it, together. It is, it, it's kind of depressing to look at the the AL East and see that the Boston Red Sox are in fifth place, but would be in second place in the AL Central. <laughs> like right, right, right. it's right. They're it, think, it, they, they think they're having the worst season. Like they're they're talking about blowing the team up. Like it's just yeah. like, so bad. Yeah, and but the White Sox like, have the same fucking Shane's record. Getting and they're a tattoo with the same record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's depressing, man. Because like. Yeah, I would love to to be in the playoffs again. I, I would love to be rooting yeah. for playoffs. Nothing like team. playoff baseball. Major League Baseball Nothing. is the best playoffs that there is that exists. Nothing like playoff baseball. But that being said, like if they get in there, they're just going to get their tits lit. Yeah, it's yeah. it's going to be ugly. It's going to be it, one it, round. It's or, going know. to be ugly. They'll and, win one game. Ah oh, man, they'll win just, one game, but then they'll lose the rest probably. It's gonna be tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. You, it's hard to envision anything else other than that if they make it into the playoffs. But hey, man, when when, when everybody comes back healthy, here's a question I have for you. I had this conversation uh, with my brother yesterday. What does the White Sox outfield look right look like left to right if if everybody's healthy? If everyone's healthy, it's. AJ Pollock in left, Luis Robert in center, and Andrew Vaughn in right. Or it's Andrew Vaughn in left, Luis Robert in center, and AJ Pollock in right. 
But th- so. then again, like it, with the way Gavin Sheets is swinging the bat, or are you talking about right now, or are you talking about like before the season started? No, 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 no. I'm talking in? about right now because, and I'm glad you brought up his name because, dude, I did a bunch of research and I was trying to put together my favorite lineup if everybody was healthy, and AJ Pollock's not in it. AJ he's, Pollock, he's, he's swinging a great bat right now, dude. No, he's not. He's batting 172 since August 1st. I did. I crunched the numbers because I was. I, I literally had to argue with myself about this. Okay. He's batting 172 since August 1st. Gavin Cheese is batting 338, and in my mind, it was my 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 uh, my DH is Andrew Vaughn, and I got. When did you crunch these numbers? Because yesterday. over the last yesterday. Yesterday, I just did it yesterday. He's 14. He's 14 for like 82, and since August, and Gavin is like 22 for 70 something. Yeah, I mean, um, Gavin Sheets is is awesome right now, but I feel like AJ Pollock's got like two homers in the last three or four games. Probably does, but still betting one seventy two. Okay, <laughs> since August, it was just tough. That's why I brought it up, right? Because yeah. I think it's a good conversation to have. Yeah, it's, it is. It's about you know when you're trying to figure out how are you working these guys in, and it's an issue that you know obviously the management or the manager has to deal with. But you know if you're trying to put your best lineup out there, you know for me it, I got to have Eloy in the lineup. I got to have Luis in center. And then when it comes to right, I just need a better defender than Andrew Vaughn. So dude, I got, he's I got, looked so bad out there in left field the last few games. I feel bad for him. Two balls yesterday. Yeah, yeah. He's a first baseman. Yeah. He's a first baseman that they're asking to carry the fucking world for them. Right. Like it's right. it's sad. It's it's sad. It's sad because you're just it like, is. that doesn't look like a major league outfielder. Right there. No, because that's someone who should be hitting two, three, four, five in your lineup for the next 15 years. Right. And they're asking him to hit two and then also worry about playing major league outfield. <laughs> that stutter step that he took in the gap yesterday, oh, like waiting to see, should I be catching this or is AJ going to catch this one or what's going on? And then they just let the ball doesn't fall. look natural. <laughs> it's like, like that. We can, we can laugh about it. But, but, but honestly, thinking about next year, who is out there? You, you right. have to make a free agent acquisition, but if you do, are you letting Jose Abreu walk? Because Eloy should not be playing left field. No more. Jose Abreu probably shouldn't be playing first base next year yeah. if you're going to give him a one-year deal. and just I mean, he's never going to go anywhere else. So if you want Jose Abreu to come back, he'll come back for whatever money you tell sure. him to come back for. But Andrew Vaughn's got to be playing first base next year. Has to. Has he's, to be playing. For, you can't. You can't he, he's a liability anywhere else, but you want his bat in there. So you're, you know, cost risk analysis. You're, you're there. You're just saying to yourself, what's it going to look like? But yeah, it's tough, man. But AJ coming off the bench instead of Laurie Garcia as your pinch hitter, you know, I, I have zero problem with that. You know, or you know, it, it sucks, right? Because you, you want him to be in there, and he, he has done a good job with, with TA being out when he was at the top of the lineup, and you know, he he's got a good uh, and he's good defensively, but. The outfield's got it. You know, I want the best team out there possible, right? And, and the best team out there possible right now includes Romy Gonzalez. Like, there, there's no Larry. Like, Larry should not be in the lineup right now. Well, Romy well, is wouldn't you put, like 480 since he got called back up. What, what would you do with second base? Now, I mean, we talked about the outfield for a second. So you you have no Elvis Andrews in, Andrews in there? I mean, Because no. you're going to have you on at third. You're going to have T.A. at short. I got Elvis at second. That was the lineup. Yeah, I, I, if you got to put Elvis, man, Romy Gonzalez is swinging a much better bat than Elvis Andrews right now. He just is. Up. Let me just look he at this. Okay. Romy has been awesome since he was called back up. He's hitting like 320, uh, slugging like 480, something like that. Is on, on base is through the roof. He's been awesome. Yeah. He, he's putting together really good at bats. That's 295 right now. 
Did you the, say the, the homer, homer, which he crushed. That was a yeah. sick homer. Yeah. Okay. Right. Didn't have a hit yesterday, but then had Romy's hit, been really good. Had a hit in his last four, four, four out of the last five, which is pretty solid. I, I think it all depends on what Moncada looks like tonight. I, I think he'll probably be in the starting lineup tonight. It all depends on what he does tonight. Um, so are you considering a, a Moncada for Elvis Andrews swap out? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, Yoan Mankata has been, we've talked about it on, on this podcast, he's been fucking horrible. His O-War is like negative 11.5 um, on fan graphs. He's been brutal. Um, but Right, so if it's, it's fair, if I'm going to crunch numbers on AJ Pollock and get him out of the lineup, I got to do the same for Mankata and hold him to the same standard. That, yeah, that, exactly. that's, what, that's what we'd have to do there. Okay, yeah, I mean, uh, unfortunately, in this in this the, this world of, of monetary satisfaction, when you're paying a guy $17.5 million, he's got to play. Um, but if you want to go by who should actually be playing, then yeah, Romy Gonzalez should be in the lineup every single day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, that, that feels so weird to say out loud. I was gonna like, say, dude. I'm yeah, like, I'm like, what? This is okay. I'm like, all right, we're in the opinion business. Yeah. So I respect yours. I probably wouldn't have him in there. I throw Elvis at second base, leave you on there, because I guess I'm just the delusional Sox fan that's still thinking Mancada's Mancada, and probably will disappoint me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you want. Switch hitter in the lineup, that kind of thing. Like, but again, if you're not scoring runs, it all it all just doesn't matter. But the Sox. Definitely got a tough one uh, today and this week, actually, going to the West Coast. What do you think is going to happen in Seattle uh, with this series? You, you you correctly predicted this last one, two out of three yeah. for the Sox. Two or three. Yeah, I, and I, I predicted it down to the day, too. You did? I told you they'd win Friday and Saturday and lose on Sunday. You did. Um, I have a – I don't want to say it, Gabe. Oh, no. That I don't bad? want to say it. Do you think it's going to be that bad? They're going to sweep the Mariners. Ooh, I love it. They're going to sweep the Mariners in Seattle. Uh, <laughs> Michael Kopech's going to come back on Wednesday, and he's going to have the outing of his career. He's had three weeks off, four weeks off, something like that. Michael Kopech comes back on Wednesday. You got Lance Lynn riding the high Dog. of jumping onto the field. I can't believe and, you said he wasn't going to be on the playoff roster. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. No, that was me who said that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I lambasted you for saying that, and I was raked over the coals for even disagreeing with you. And and oh, look at look at Lance Lynn. Look what it's Lance fucking Lynn, dude. True. That's Lance Lynn. That's that's your heart. That's your burning heart in that clubhouse. I will forever love him. It's not Dallas Keuchel. No, no, no. I'll forever love Lance Lynn now just for the way he the way he went to the mound, man. The way the way he the way he crossed over. That's something that I would do. Like I would black out everything around me, and I'm like fucking laser focused on the guy who's asking about the whoop right now. Yeah, like, and that's exactly what he did. He didn't care about anything else. So I'm excited about that. Kopech, um, all the guys on the road trip, they all had to wear a bear or not had to, but they all um, did the football jersey thing. Yeah, so everybody's wearing different ones. And I saw Kopech, and he was wearing that bright orange. 
Walter Payton jersey. And I yep. was like, I'm back in. I'll go yep. baby. Yeah, Everybody's fucking on, terrible. On. Other st- j- jerseys from other teams. Like, you're not, nobody, half the people, or TA had a Justin Fields one on. That was badass. Ooh. Yeah, it was badass. And then, uh, but when Kopech had it, I was like, dude, I sometimes question your loyalty, but you're all the way in. Yeah, and I fuck is. with you. Like, I fuck with you hard. Like, I'm like, yeah. okay. I'm, so I'm hyped to see him back on the mound too on Wednesday. I'm talking myself back into it. Yoan Moncada's coming back. Luis Roberts coming back. Tim Anderson's coming back. Michael Kopech's coming back. Yeah. I don't think they lose another game from here on out. <laughs> okay. No one wants to see the White Sox. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no one wants to see the White Sox. So you know what? It, it, it wouldn't surprise me. But uh, I am excited yeah, so, about this series. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying two out of three, though. Two out of three. We, okay. We stay on trend. It would be great to sweep them. Um, but I'm going to say two out of three so I don't get my heart broke on the next podcast that we do. Okay. All right. Um, if you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe to the Southsider 670 podcast and um, everywhere you get your podcasts. Gabe has a two out of three against the Mariners, and um, we will talk to you on Friday. We'll wrap up the Mariners series and take a look at the first game in the series against Oakland and preview the weekend. My name is Shane Greer. What, what, what are you doing today? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm my 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 hangover is like gone, which is weird. Like I felt like a human piece of shit when we started recording, and I really labored my way through the hit with Rosie and Studs this morning on that show. Like I was, I was dead. And then right. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if this if this coffee brought me back to life or if you you and Tyler did the, the disgusting cold brew. Yeah, it's all about some good some good cheer with talking about the White Sox, man. Yeah, I'm 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 finding myself like you were talking on Friday that, that you set an alarm five minutes before first pitch. I'm I'm getting fucking ready for five forty. Five forty. I'm gonna watch the White Sox win. What am I doing today? I'm watching huh? the Sox at five forty. So yeah, from now until then, I'm just pumped up. <laughs> I got nothing to do. I'm gonna watch a White Sox winner at five forty. I'm gonna be in bed by nine o'clock. <laughs> what sounds better than that? We got a, right, we got a short week of shows uh, on Parkinson Spiegel. We got a full show Tuesday, full show Wednesday. No show Thursday and Friday for Cubs. Going to the Cubs game in the suite on Thursday. We got Bears on Sunday. It's gonna be a great fucking week and the white Sox are going to win every single game from here on out it's a great time to be a chicago and i'll tell you that hell yeah all right man you enjoy your labor day appreciate you Thank guys. Our producer tyler for gabe ramirez at chicago underscore gabe on all socials myself shane reardon thank you very much for listening to the south sider 670 podcast which we uh, very much like doing happy labor day